Hey, patrons, welcome to the Utah Outcast Secret Patron Show. Fuck, I'm tired. Uh, I wanted to take a second to thank you guys for all your support. If you're hearing this right now in the... Fuck it, it's the midst of January, so it's going to be mid-July mid before you guys get to hear this kind of stuff out there. You're missing out on a lot of stuff, and you could be hearing it all for just a buck a week. Anyways, uh, regardless of how you're catching the show, we're glad to have you along. And on this week's episode of the Secret Patron Show, we are, and this is mainly due to the fact that we had this week on the old episodes come up on the on the the podcast feed. We're going to do the uh, getting to know you section. Where last time we did this, we we talked a bit about um, you know, what's weird stuff about the panelists we might not know about. But I was hoping Jeff was going to be here. Only because he's the newest panelist and it would be fun to kind of like dig into his past a little bit. But unfortunately, he's not here tonight. God damn my plans, X. <laughs> 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 so instead, we're going to talk about uh, we're just going to riff on whatever we want to talk about. And Felicia, you had a pretty interesting topic that you wanted to, to bring up. And yeah, go ahead. Um, so every everyone seems to think that they can do stand up. No, like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no you cannot so i mean everyone uh who is conversationally funny or can you know throw out a fairly good that's what she said thinks that they can do the stand-up and uh th or they think that they're a particularly good storyteller in a social setting and so they go to open mic night and they fucking bomb like that's not good nobody thinks they're funny and I don't know, I just, I, um, it's something all three of us have talked about and all three of us have some history in performing arts. Yeah. And the thing is that stand-up is a performing art. You have to work <laughs> yeah, on yeah. that shit. <laughs> and I don't know, it's just so funny to me. Everyone seems to think like that they are, they're so funny. Not everyone, but everyone who is funny in a conversation seems to think that they are good on a stage. Mm -hmm. And on a stage is a completely different monster. And um, I don't know. It's just, it's, uh, what do you guys think? Like when, what, what is something that everyone seems to think that they are, that they are not, I guess, when it comes to stand up. Uh, for me, uh, there's a lot of people out there that think they are personally re relatable to a lot of the audience out there. And a lot of your guys' story, people that here live here in Utah, be like, hey, I go to church every weekend. No, that's not going to relate to a lot of people. That that not specifically, but I'm just saying that you know, living in a 360,000 square foot square uh, square foot house with living in debt up to your eyeballs of stuff, you know, that's not going to relate to a lot of the, the lay people out in the world out there. And you know, trying to make a joke, be like. So I was sitting in my loft the other day and I was thinking to myself, like, no, that's not going to work, man. I mean, there's, well, there's I mean, many other things that work out there, but, but the thing is, like, people, what works in comedy is honesty and tragedy. You know? Yeah. Com comedy is honestly tragedy with time. <laughs> and so I, I tend to think of a lot of my most self-deprecating stories that I could bring up, you know? That that's the reason I bring up the the watching my parents' sex tape kind of thing is because it it makes me go oh god at the time but like now that it's been twenty years I'm like 
that was fucking funny. That's <laughs> funny as shit. <laughs> funny as shit. The, uh, That's hilarious. One one of the one of the big uh, misconceptions or, or mistakes that uh, a lot of people will make when they go into when they go into an open mic or they think they're going to uh, give stand up a try. There's a big difference between uh, creating comedy and adding comedy. Right. So you can you can throw out a uh, throw out a joke, riff off of a situation or uh, something somebody said in conversation, and 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 have and have it be very very funny, genuinely funny. You can be funny in that moment in that context. But if you remove that context, <laughs> you it nothing. doesn't work. <laughs> right. So I've right, seen the context. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Good I've luck having, to, having uh, jokes that work in Utah work outside of Utah. <laughs> right. Yeah. I've seen, uh, I've seen a lot of, a lot of people go to open mic and they, they start by trying to build that context. So they start telling a story and it's not funny. So the, I was at this place. And right. it was no, it's really funny because this because this guy was mm-hmm. like kind of well known about the group, and like then perfect example. I was like, like, Felicia, let's say, like I totally went to dinner at Lakai the other day, and Carrie Jackson from X ninety six came in, and he totally told me I look like a duck, and it's like no, that doesn't work because like nine out of 10 things in that conversation don't fucking work. <laughs> but if there's a context now in a conversation, somebody mentions a duck and you're like having a conversation, you're like, and then you're like, you're, you're within it. And you're like, Oh, this one time, this one guy called me a duck and here's how it went. Now that could be funny, but uh, mm-hmm. a lot of people are. Un- so if you're going to do storytelling comedy, you better be prepared to build a goddamn picture. You, you better that work, picture. bitch. <laughs> yeah, that is a very difficult kind of comedy. Uh, another thing that I think uh, a lot of people don't understand, like, oh, this one kills me, is everyone wants to be the cool comedian. Not and <laughs> uh, yeah, right. I think that the far most successful people are the and, and a lot of people these they end up seeing these people as cool anyway. But the ones that are successful are the ones that are willing to make a fool of themselves because on stage, stage is a very different monster than than film. Real life, yeah, and mm-hmm. film and yeah, else, uh, than yeah. real life. Uh, so when you are performing in front of a group, if you can go bigger than you think is normal that you think should be received that is the right way to go go bigger go more extreme because on the stage things don't translate very easily unless they're highly dramatic and i and i think that you see a lot of people go up there and they're going to be the cool person and they you know they're not they they they, they want to go up there but they don't want to make a fool of themselves right but that's uh, they, they don't want to be seen as silly. <laughs> but if you're going to go and do this, you have to be willing to make a fool of yourself. Think of ninety percent of my comedy is self-deprecating. Same, <laughs> uh, uh, Joan. Joan Rivers. She oh, goes up yeah. there and she talks about being old and her breasts dragging on the floor, right? And she does she does this big dramatic like, oh, and you get old and your breasts just. And you're like stepping on them, and she's like making like she's 
She's like walking around with a microphone, acting like she's stepping on her own breast. That's fucking hilarious. Oh man, Joan and went Joan went blue till the day she died. I fucking oh, love yeah. that woman. Joan Rivers <laughs> was hilarious. She was a goddamn comedy genius. Yep. And and it's and you don't have to like hate yourself. Uh, there is a correlation with some comedians suffering from depression, but there's a lot of other ones that just don't. But it's the idea that you can It definitely embrace... takes marriage, though. Let me tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> I got one in the bag. I got one just, like, tucked right over here. That's comedy. Well, yeah, you, you, gotta have, you gotta have something to work with. You gotta, you like gotta have yeah. a real source of pain in order for it to make, yeah. in order for it to make yourself yeah. like Laughing funny. At the darkness. It doesn't work and... to doesn't work to go up there. So I've uh, I've got a pretty good marriage. Um, so my life is great. I have lots I like of every, money. I don't my really have anything listen. to complain about. But <laughs> you know what? No, I feel like there's somebody that can make that work. I feel yeah, like there is a, <laughs> a mundanity that can make that work. Like laughing at the mundane is also mm-hmm. like, but. But you have to be so good. And and the thing is that so many people who are funny, um, they they don't want to take that moment to make a stupid face or to be seen as not cool. And motherfucker, none of us are cool. <laughs> the people who are cool in society are manufactured to be cool. You remember Obama's mom jeans? You remember that shit? Obama is not cool. Or him throwing his Obama first pitch. Is... <laughs> yeah. Obama is not cool. Uh, Michelle Obama is graceful and and delightful and, and wise. She's not cool. She's still a mom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's she is she is the 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 the, the the perfection of grandeur, but she's not cool. Come on. She's head of the fucking local PTO is what she is. She's she's wonderful. She's just not cool. And 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 it, even put Barry and, Barry himself, Barack Obama, he wouldn't be somebody to be like, hey, I really want to get a beer with this guy <laughs> because like <laughs> you fucking dork. <laughs> it, I mean, think about when you're with your friends and. Uh, I, I mean, just one of my favorite things is uh, when I do something dumb or I'm bad at a thing. Like I'm, I'm a pretty good cook. I, I, I try the really difficult recipes, and I, some of them I can nail. And if I don't get it, I keep trying. One thing I cannot do for my life is flip a goddamn egg. <laughs> a fried egg can't flip, cannot flip a fucking fried. Egg. See, there's a lot of common. <laughs> there is. That's pretty. That's a pretty good one. Uh, but like one of my favorite things to do is to look somebody in the face and go, "I'm good at other things." <laughs> 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 like, don't don't be afraid to be the fool, because the fool is in all of us. We're all ridiculous. Yeah. monkeys and fucking shoes man as like much as, live as much as we want to claim to be experts in things no we suck at 99 percent of everything else we try at <laughs> like i've been cooking we're, for, we're terrible. for fucking oh man at least since i was like seven so i've got like 29 years uh, 30 years of cooking now fuck i'm old uh where <laughs> i even realized i still can't flip an egg right sometimes <laughs> 
Like, <laughs> no, I fail every time. Ugh, man. My breakfast potatoes are, are delightful. They are fried in bacon. They, they're spiced. Delightful. They're nice. They're kind of spicy. Yeah. But they're not too spicy. I can I can cook like a motherfucker. <laughs> and I can flip a fucking egg. You know, the, every the, time I'm like, no. The, uh, the, the trick, the, the secret that. The trick and the secret to uh, to flipping an egg perfectly every single time. Yeah, yeah. Scramble it first. <laughs> <laughs> See, look, I was oh, and then it doesn't, and then it does and then it doesn't fucking matter. I flipped an omelet, you guys. I flipped an omelet. Oh, I made these beautiful omelets. They were fluffy and flat, like they were perfect. I made these gorgeous. I can't flip a fried egg. <laughs> The stoop, like, it's the least thing you do to any food. And you just kick, pack, salt, pepper, and then you go, uh. Uh, and that's it. And I can't do it. Like, are we talking, like, like not even, like, shaking the skillet and then flipping the fucking thing and having the egg flop over on the other if side? I, if I shake the skillet, I break the yolk. <laughs> like, uh. <laughs> every goddamn time, it just turns into a mess, and then I get stressed out, and... You get me on the wrong day, and I'm crying. It's a mess. It's a mess. I can't. You may not. You you, you may not. You may I not be not, waiting. It. You I may have, not be giving it long enough. No, you you I definitely just, need to make sure it's hard set on one side before you flip it. But every time I do that, then it's cooked through half the way, and I want the runny yolk in the middle, and reduce then I cook it through half. <laughs> oh, reduce the temperature to what? What what do I reduce my temperature to? Because if I reduce it too low, then it just like Look cooks here, through honey. through slow. Look here, yeah. honey. I have an electric stove, so I can't quite tell you what temperature to cook it at. Because I'm essentially cooking every meal that I have on a fucking George Foreman range. It's fucking See, ridiculous. I, I can make carbonara. I can make carbonara. I make a Goddamn gorge. I have made a five cheese mac and cheese <laughs> with bacon bits and chives on the top. And it's like, God damn it, Felicia. Holy shit, this is good. Like, I've had people stop and go, Wow. And then I go to flip an egg and I'm like, Fuck everything. I hate the world. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess that just mainly goes to your strengths in, which is, is exactly like comedy should be. You, you exactly. go to what your strengths are, you know? And don't be afraid to make a fool of yourself, because it's fucking ridiculous. And oh, God, is it liberating to make an ass of yourself. Oh, is it so good? <laughs> it really is. You take and just, yourself just, less And just accept, accept failure and scramble your eggs. Yeah, That's exactly. Yeah. Don't, don't expect a standing ovation every time you go on stage, you know? <laughs> Okay, here's here's the big thing, people. As long as you're getting paid to be on the stage, it doesn't matter how well you do. But, you know, uh, I think there's a certain value in putting yourself out there, but... uh, Yeah, no, the the thing is, like, there there is a direct correlation between, like, depression and comedians out there. I mean, most comedians... Mm -hmm are severely fucking depressed people, but that's how they deal with their shitty life. 
is they uh, decide to go on stage and and talk about people, talk to people about it. You know, the the last thing I'm gonna say is uh, don't blame the audience. <laughs> if you weren't funny, it's not the audience's fault, guys. No, if you have more than ten people that have actually deigned to come to your fucking show, and yeah. you can't make at least three of them chuckle. That's your fault. Oh, and if you're so, uh, if you're, you do, if you're doing the uh, like, <laughs> shampoo, and you can get like three people laughing at that, but no, no, if you can't get people I laughing, I once at saw, <laughs> I once saw Tig. Uh, she she's been on the Sarah, Sarah Silverman show. She's a kind of comedian. She's fucking hilarious. Yeah, uh, I, she cracked me up one time <laughs> by pushing a squeaky chair across the stage. Like that's all she did. But like the way it was her mannerisms, those are way she was like, hey. and just give me a look. <laughs> hey. uh, uh, so, yeah. we'll, we'll definitely like, have to post any kind of YouTubes we get of anybody doing the open mic. <laughs> yeah, and if you go do open mic, keep in mind that you know at least bare yeah, minimum it, half the audience there is also there for open mic. <laughs> and they probably hate you before you even get up on stage. Exactly. So anyway, that that's been enough. Charming I, as shit, motherfucker. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna cut it here because man, it's been a long night of recording <laughs> with between yeah. technical difficulties and recording. It's almost two a.m. and we don't <laughs> normally do this, but anyway, we're gonna go to bed. We'll catch you guys again next week with another episode. Indeed. Take it easy, everybody. Have a good night. We'll see you. <laughs>